I, I found out the most interesting fact the other day. Yeah. It has to do with ellipses. Did you know? Did I, you know that you put four dots after a sentence instead of just three? Tom, tell tell everybody I told you that. No, you didn't tell me that. No, I, I told. told I, I told we had this argument. We were now. editing the rule book. And I, I told you this just now. No, just no, no. no this hold is on. Brand new information. Earth shattering. Relevatory. Jeff, back me up on this. Back me up on this. We're we. I'll tell you the real story. I'm staying out of this. I'll tell you the real story, everybody. We were editing the rule book. Thomas had these three dot ellipses at the end of some some sentences, and I said you got to put a fourth dot, the actual period, making four dot ellipses. He said no. You telling me that's good your story, idea? Gary? That was really good. That was very bravo, bravo, Gary. Very captivating, stuff. guys. <laughs> Look, Garrett's a liar. He's sick right now. You can't take anything not, that he says. I'm not he's a little delusional. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. Notice how he's, he's sounding a little bit stuffed little up right now. I am stuffed up, but I'm not, I'm not sick. Whoa, yeah. I, don't know. I got some. I got the cedar thing Garrett, going. I'm please, not sick, Garrett, though. Garrett, Garrett, please. You're acting like a child. I know. Jeff, I thought you were staying don't argue, this. Don't argue with me. Don't argue with me. I'm not arguing. I'm just telling you. Yes, you are. No, I'm ladies not. and gentlemen. Obviously, there's 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 a little bit of a heatedness in the room right now, as you can you can clearly pick up, and that's because today is a. I I know you are. I know you are, and there's going to be more of it today because this is a very special episode of Roll and Move that you guys are listening to. This we've made it another 25 episodes. <laughs> We call Thank that a season you. here in the biz, right? Is that a season? I think that's our season. Yeah, <laughs> another twenty-five episodes. Season, and season. so we we it's now a time to look back over our scores and argue bitterly with each other over them. Maybe ask some pointed questions about them. So uh, I think it goes without saying that if if this is your first episode of Roll a Move, maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, well, not the best place to start. Yeah, we're gonna be. I think maybe you want to go back to some of our more traditional. There's a couple good stuff. Dice Tower podcasts you guys can check out. <laughs> just go to <laughs> probably just go somewhere. Check out, else. shut up, and shut sit up. down. They do a really great job. Uh, their oh, music's yeah. not quite as good as ours, though. But we do, we do have the music unlock. We'll say we do oh, have the yeah. music unlock. Shout out to Daniel. Right. So this is not your traditional episode of Roll Move. Instead of reviewing a game, we're going to be reviewing ourselves and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, we have some some questions that we've we've been working on for each other to sort of help justify what we've been doing with our lives for the past twenty five episodes. <laughs> it's good to do that every once in a while, right? Uh, Sometimes yeah, in front of a therapist or let's make this official. This is Roll and Move, the show that's normally about reviewing uh, board games that are traditionally bad in nature. But today it's not. I'm your first co-host. My name is Thomas Youngerberg, one of the creators of Rough Draft Games, and with me here, as always, is I'm Garrett Lively. I'm right, and everybody else is wrong. That's a pretty solid campaign slogan. I'm surprised. I'm right, and everyone else is wrong. No one's used that Prove on me like wrong. a nice, a nice little ad on Saturday nights on TV. <laughs> this brought to you by the uh, Garrett Line. <laughs> and also, what this is, Jeff Lee. I think it'd be awesome to kind of like segment parts of my life and rate them, and then be able to say which was the best and worst uh, objectively. <laughs> but then I think also some parts where I kind of checked out. I think my friend should rate them for me. I'd like to see you go into like an old folks home, Jeff, and like be like, "All right, we're gonna make a tier list of (laughs) (laughs) your decades on Earth." (laughs) Oh, your 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 twenties were during World War II. Okay, well maybe your twenties weren't that great. That and you have to justify your actions across all these segments. Like here, why did you you choose? uh, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) here you spent four thousand dollars on a uh, loaded pin. What is what is what's up with that? Come on, (laughs) tell me about this get rich quick scheme. Did it work? Why are you here now? Well, 
<laughs> oh man but we, we we got a lot to talk about we got a lot of questions to go through and you know we gotta we gotta get this show on the road here boys so let's go ahead take a take a look at our a retrospective that we hear or as you called it a ramtrospective a little ramtrospective yeah that was jeff that was good uh, but let's let's turn back the clock and take a look at the last 25 episodes and some of the games that we played. And uh, let's take a look at our first question here. Garrett, do you want to read it off? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tom, justify your highest score right now. Go. What? <laughs> it's not really a question. That's more justify it. Man. Justify it. Go ahead. <laughs> Who wrote you, that? You can make it a question mark. Go. Tom, you gave yeah, judge. You, you gave judgmental a 9.55. Justify. <laughs> Just so everyone knows. <laughs> I, I, I want to go out. Okay. Go ahead. So my, I'm looking at the spreadsheet. Uh, my highest ranked board game is, is judgmental. judgmental. It's a 9.55 Near out perfect. of 10. Near perfect score. I just want to go ahead and say that I'm starting to have second thoughts on the wait. Hold on, actually, the policy look, that we have <laughs> of ranking people's I will, games. Let's in their let's apps. take a pause here. If you look, uh, oh, judgmental's mis- mismarked. <laughs> judgmental's mismarked, and Thomas's high score is actually a 14 uh, for mission. mission oh God! <laughs> I thought there was a point there. It's not. There is no decimal. My actual highest is not judgmental. It's Mission Critical Mars. You know, I wish I wish that I would be able... This is a scale-breaking score. And as far as justifying this, well, I wasn't there because I was probably watching The Martian with Matt Damon because <laughs> I am just such a gigantic fan of that movie. And not Ad Astra. I watched that. That thing's boring. But The Martian was, was such a good movie that Matt Damon's performance alone apparently, inspired in my absence, you. inspired me through you to give this game a 14 it was so good it just it had to break the scale out of this world i know because i guess when you think about it there's like different gravitational forces on different planets and stuff so you know space game (laughs) i think about it a 10 here is a 14 on mars right exactly that's that's sort of what i'm trying to i'm trying to put your way but that's that's the best i got can i talk about my actual highest uh you can after you say you're wrong and you're sorry for missing two episodes in a row i'm sorry for missing two episodes in a row and i don't remember the reason why i did but i'm sure it was not your three highest scores also came in back-to-back weeks you seem to have been Uh, in pretty good mood you you said you were proposing about something i I can't remember what it was about what whatever (laughs) (laughs) proposing to lose half your money so so my actual (laughs) My actual my actual score that is the highest that I uh, graded was Rampage. Rampage, if you guys remember from this past season, was the game that was it, the reason that was it was on the podcast in the first place is because it was sort of a legal controversy mm-hmm. with the naming and the trademark rights. It's the game where you are the monster destroying Meeple City, and it looks just like the uh, the traditional Midway game. And I thought that that was a, it's a fantastic game. I had a blast playing it. Uh, We got to do it with my brother and it was when they were in town for, I believe for my birthday. And it was, it's a great game. It's one of the few dexterity games that I played where it, it offered a wide variety of physical movements for you to participate with where it didn't seem repetitive, right? It gave you choices with the dexterity game in how you move and how you interact with the game, which I thought was really special and really cool. And so that's why I gave it a 6.5, which is one of my higher scores, definitely. I want to add that that's the game that I um, am most sorry that I missed because I love the Rampage game you, in arcades. You should apologize for that. 
I yeah. I already did it. I just did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm, again. I'm the most sorry that I've missed. <laughs> just go ahead. Apologize. I would like a personal apology. You, Garrett, you, you Garrett, I'm sorry. Thank you. Garrett's Garrett's like he's you know just collecting people today. are hunting hunting for the apologies. He's like a shark. He <laughs> he's smells a shark. blood he's in the water. Today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel. All right, hurt. same same question to you there, Jeff. Uh, justify your highest score. Uh, right now. Clearly, because I'm such a football fan, uh, and I I love the premise of football traveling uh, globally and then getting more ridiculous and then being obviously transformed from the physical version to to a board game version. I, I battle ball battle ball was it for me? Nine point nine nine. Boy, the only reason why uh, I didn't give it a ten is because I wasn't there. Um, and I, c- I couldn't score it any higher. Well, I guess you can. Thomas did. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I gave if, that one a really high guys, score. If, I, too, if yeah. I know two things about Jeff, it's his two favorite movies. And that's uh, yeah. Air Bud 2, where he plays football. And it's mm-hmm. also Transformers, uh, the newest one. <laughs> newest Transformers, one. whatever the most recent one is. And um, uh, he, he wanted a game that combined the feeling of those two things. And so that's right. what he got in Battle Ball. So the, the highest ones, uh, I wasn't there for Rampage, unfortunately. The highest games that I was actually present for uh, were actually two very, very different games. Uh, Dark and Dangerous Skies and Pimps and Hoes. So I like them for very different reasons. Uh, like Dark and Dangerous Skies, um, like thematically, it's just... Like the idea of exploring space and and you know having resources and blocking different, um, I think there's a like communication antennas and things like that. It was I, I like the game a lot. I think it was a bit complex for and it was a bit niche for you know the time and for who it was you know the the, the segment of people that were playing it. I think it was kind of interesting. Um, and we, we I gave that a five point five. The other game I, I for whatever reason really liked uh, equally to Dark and Dangerous Skies was <laughs> Pimps and Hose. <laughs> I think because I, if you if you guys remember it was like. It was the one time that we felt like it, it, like Monopoly could be fun because the the premise is just so ridiculous, and I'm right. sure we're gonna be talking about pimps and hoes a ton in this episode, so I'm not gonna jump too much into yeah. it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right, uh, Mister Mister Garrett Lively, what do you got, bud? Yeah, I, I'm also in trouble here with Jeff as this this episode comes out in five years, people dig this up on us and have us rating pimps and hoes so highly. Uh, oh. I give pimps and hoes a seven point five, my highest game, not only of this season, but I believe of the whole. The whole, uh, the whole era. Is, it the, is the whole move. shabam? Yeah, my highest yeah. rated game. And uh, you know, I, I I can justify this for twofold. One, I've never missed an episode, so I have consistent <laughs> scores, and no one, no one, uh, no one's throwing in my scores for me, or I'm not calling in my scores. So I'm I'm happy to mm-hmm. say that I've I I've, I've been pretty consistent. I'm I will happy say, to say that I loved Pims and Hose. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> seven, I'm looking at seven point five, and I'm like, I don't. I don't I don't think this isn't a seven point five. I don't. I don't want to play this right now. But it was right. a it was a great experience. I think it's a great game to have on your shelf to just show people and talk about how far we've come or not come as a society. And uh, it's a it's a great lesson. And I I it's hard. It would be really 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 hard for me to justify why I like this um, to somebody that was accusing me of uh, supporting misogyny or uh, just any of that. You know stuff that is uh, prevalent in today's society. <laughs> you know what? You know what I do to those people. Dumb pimp slap them. <laughs> just just <laughs> slap them right across Got the em. face for accusing Got you em. of such slander. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you say Send that I don't treat people with respect? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no! Don't worry, we'll cut that part out. Thanks, no, bud. we won't. 
Um, okay, let's go on to our uh, next question here. Uh, another pretty simple one. I'll, I'll ask this one to uh, you first, Jeff. Worst non-dice-based purgatory game mechanic. Now, what that means, for those of you who don't know, is sometimes when you're playing a really bad game, like uh, one that everyone probably relates to is the end of Candyland, where you have to roll, you have to draw the card or... You have to uh, do the requirements. Drawing cards, right, Jeff? I'm not crazy here. You're drawing cards, and it's a, it's a yeah. movement-based one, so you have to move a specific amount of spaces, and if you you can't go over or under, and, right? Yeah. yeah, the, yeah the normally, classic, it's done with a that's dice. That's a classic yeah. one. The classic one's trouble when you're right at the end of home, the little home row, and you have to pop the exact right number to get in, or else you're just sitting there waiting to be sniped by basically some, a one out of six chance to win. So you're just point. stuck, yeah. AKA. Yeah. Dice-based purgatory. So, what is the worst mechanic that you've seen this season that was not dice-based purgatory? So, that is unfortunately going to rule out Harry Potter and the Triwizard Tournament, which is just exactly that. It's trouble. So, uh, uh, let's let's go ahead, Jeff. What do you got for us? I'm gonna. I, I'm glad that I'm starting first because uh, this is the one mechanic that I hated the most, and it was trying to be innovative. Uh, but I think it, it fell flat, especially when we were playing it, and that's the flip challenge, because uh, all it was was trying to flip <laughs> bottles onto tables, and somehow they made it a board game instead of an right. app. Uh, it was the worst mechanic ever because it instead it, of an app, it shouldn't. It sh- I don't know. Like you put your phone on the ground and try to slam it with a, bo- your, a gallon of water. Well, I'm just saying, like I don't know why they had to make it like a paper board game with instructions. Like it could have been something, anything else. But yeah, it, that game, that game was awful. Worst mechanic ever. Yeah, I mm-hmm. by no competition for me there. <laughs> okay. Uh, Garrett, what do you got, bud? Mine was no trumps, and I don't know if y'all remember this, but we effectively ended the game after two rounds because you guys figured out that you just have to not be wrong, which also includes not speaking up. So they had this mechanism in no trumps where they said, if you if you speak out and you get it wrong, the other person gets a point. And so it's just the dumbest game. Like It's, it's punishing you for, for getting it wrong or <laughs> taking the chance of playing it, but it doesn't reward you if you get it right. So that, that was absolutely the worst mechanism. And, you know, we, we rated mm-hmm. that game pretty poorly, so it reflects. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would probably have to say, is this technically a mechanic where you're – it's, it's something that you're forcing the players to do? Rather than it being a mechanic that's part of the game, does that count? We, I, I, we, I'm certain that nobody just like takes everything people say on a, like a live recorded podcast and scrutinize exactly what you're saying to okay, to catch you on good. stuff. So I, I think you're good. I think we're. I would play. have to say more, dude. Uh, forcing people <laughs> to, to speak all at the same time while restricting everything that dude. they say and having a lack of mechanics to prevent people from just sifting through the deck to get to the card they want. No. I hated that game. Dude. I'm sorry. We're going to be talking dude. about it more. Uh, this episode. Even if we do have people that do that, I, I think you're in the clear. That's, that's a that's a great answer. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question. I can read the Jeff. next one here. So, yeah, you go uh, ahead. Yeah. Buddy. So you, you're stranded. How about you, Thomas? You're stranded on an island with a game. Which game would you bring to play for entertainment purposes? And similarly, what game would you bring for survival? <laughs> this is this is limited. Uh, obviously, all these questions are limited to the, the games we have on our list here. So we have we have 24 yeah. games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We have 24 games. We're only dealing with season two stuff here. Uh. I'm trying to think what what game here could you possibly play by yourself? Um, I, I any game with like dice. I guess if you go mad, you could just sort of like roll them and just like try and guess what it's going to be. If you're just stuck on a desert island by yourself, um, if I had to choose, I go with. Uh, 
I would go with you know you know what I do for survival I do flip challenge. Dang it, uh, <laughs> that's what I was gonna pick. <laughs> comes comes with a bottle of water. Actually, no, it doesn't. It doesn't come, come with a bottle, bottle of water. water. Yeah, uh, I can't change I my answer now. So. I would I would eagerly open up the box of Flip Challenge, desperately searching for a <laughs> please, bottle of water. Please, I just need any bit of water. Then I'd find the disclaimer at the very end that says "bottle of water not included." And I probably just uh, I don't know. I'd hit myself in the head with a coconut until I die. But uh, as far as a game that I would play by myself, um, uh, I would uh, I would bring the the goodbye game uh, so that I could I could cope. I could cope with my imminent demise on this island. <laughs> that's that's my answer. What about you, Gare? Uh So the answer for the game that I would bring for pleasure and, and fun, if I uh, hopefully do, do we have people on this island with us? Um, I just, the desert there, island is like by yourself. Right? So I, I just have this board game that I'm pushing the pieces around. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably the compatibility <laughs> game. It's got a lot of pictures on it. <laughs> so if I was like, man, I really miss cities, I pull out a picture of city. <laughs> or I really miss the affection of a, a woman's touch. I could pull out a nice pic of two guys, two guys, <laughs> two cuddling. guys, two guys, <laughs> huh? A guy and a gal cuddling. It, you know, it could be two guys. I'm not. Yeah, I'm it not could too be two guys. Sure, why not? Um, yeah, close enough. So that's got some nice pictures, and also if I'm ever, you know, trying to make a game i think that one had the most components so i, I could maybe scratch my creative itch and uh, do something like that as far as for survival i think the obvious answer is fishing camp it would teach me how to fish how to ah, recognize fish oh. and, it, and it starts a very rudimentary level so uh you know i could take my four-year-old knowledge of fishing and then expand it to so that i am a ace fisherman uh by the age of 42 so you're going to be, like in the cartoons, you're going to have, like, your shoelace tied to your toe. Mm-hmm. You're going to dip it in the water, and you're going to be pulling on flounders in no time. I'll have my, I'll have my hat just right, ab- right above my eyes, you know, bowed down so that I can uh, take a snooze and just wait for my uh, big toe to get a little... All of a sudden, all of a sudden have a hat and fishing gear on this island. Doesn't sound so bad. I'm sure it would teach me how to teach me how to make it. In one how, of to make a, how to make a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, same question to you. Um, okay, so for, yeah, I like where you guys went with entertainment purposes, figuring that you know you're the only person on the island. Um, I think for me, <laughs> I would probably pick uh, aliens for or oh man, that's that's the other one. Um, I guess I I guess I would play uh, armies versus aliens uh, because it's just a dice rolling game basically, <laughs> and you can basically play both roles. You just uh, <laughs> oh man, I beat it. Oh, oh man, that sucks. Oh, oh man, I lost. Oh, but I won too. Yeah, so maybe I'd get some joy out of that. I'm not sure. Um, you guys awesome. picked some good ones already. Uh, and then what game I would pick for survival? I- I'm gonna go pretty uh, with a different one here, and I'm gonna pick Shark Tank, thinking that maybe it'll give me some creative. <laughs> Juices flowing, and I can figure out a way to uh, like MacGyver my way off the island, or at least live for a long time. The backpack raft, in case you get stranded on a desert island, just carry this around with <laughs> Come you. Come on, Mark. Times. Mark, please buy this. Boy, I sh- I sure wish I had that product. <laughs> please. <laughs> oh, why Mark, didn't they greenlight it? Not only am I trying to survive, I'd love to make millions. I'm gl- I'm glad nobody picked Deal or No Deal. Took the take the DVD board game for for entertainment. <laughs> Hey, you can snap that DVD in half and make a nice little spear. That's not a bad one. That's go, not a bad go one. Fishing with people it. do that. Yeah. Uh, all right, I will read uh, number four. Uh, your friends have gathered, and for some reason, they are insisting on playing your lowest-ranked game this season for six hours straight. Oh, my God. What is the amount of money oh. you would pay to skip out on this play session? 
Uh, Garrett, why don't you go first this time? My lowest ranked game is the Harry Potter Triwizard Maze. Oh my god. <laughs> my only zero. Six hours of trouble. <laughs> Six hours of the Pop-O-Matic. Man. Um, so a couple of things on this. I, I think I'd be paying for my mental health because just the constant it's popping. The constant just being sent back to home. Um, just the inaneness of your turn where you just can't do anything sometimes. And you're just like, all right, pop. Oh, can't do anything. Your turn. And the next guy goes, he pop. Oh, no, I can't oh. do anything either. Your turn. And then I <laughs> pop. And it's just this back and forth of us popping it, waiting for a number to come up, making absolutely no decisions. Um, oh. Six hours of that. Six hours, <laughs> I just did about six seconds. How much money? How much money would you? Open up that this wallet, This is the only Garrett. game that Garrett gave a zero it's to. It's the only the one. Garrett, yeah. open yeah. up that wallet, please. Um, I would, I would, I would pay a, a good chunk of money. I think I, I bought this game for $4. Thomas and I are in front of you right now with, uh, so with I've a already, square I've already, payment on, on a I've phone already, and we're like, pay us to get out I've of already, here. I've already lost $4. I have to pay you guys. That, that makes it a little better, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'd figure I would pay, works. I would pay $100. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing this six game. hours. You know that's that's what I'm not know, playing this eighteen game. eighteen dollars or fifteen something like that fifteen dollars an hour to not mm-hmm. play this game. I, I think it'd be right around there. Wow, yeah. that's that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for uh, for six. Hours. I know, I know. <laughs> it's yeah, it's quite a bit. Especially if, it, if it's during a weekday, mm-hmm. I think I might I might be there with you. Uh, Jeff and I actually have the same answer for this one. Both of us chose the goodbye game. Well, technically, hold on, hold on, hold on. Technically, Jeff. I didn't. Go ahead. Technically, Go ahead. Uh, my lowest ranked game is Deal or No Deal, and I didn't rate it. <laughs> I didn't rate it an actual score of like you know one or point whatever. I rated it a score of one cent, <laughs> which is great. Uh, I wasn't there for that game. Um, if I had to pick an amount of money that I would pay to skip out on the on the on the play session, which is ironic because I did skip out on this play session already once, so I'm not quite sure how bad this game is. Whatever you say, like, you have to pay us. It seems like it's pretty bad. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I guess the highest case in Deal or No Deal is a million dollars. I'd probably pay a million dollars to not play this game. <laughs> I think that's where I'm going to go with this. Pretty, pretty fitting. So as as I mentioned earlier, the the uh, one that Jeff actually had control over rating is the goodbye game, and I actually need his help for this because I don't remember a lot what the goodbye game was about. Like, did it have mechanics and that sort of stuff? I remember that it was all about trying to cope with loss. You, but there was yeah, no win. So you rolled losing. a die. You move to that space, and whatever color it was, you read that color of card, and as long as you provided an answer, you got to keep that card. So basically, if you could if you could cope with the question and like provide a coherent response, you got to progress in the game. I think that with that <laughs> game, it was rated so poorly for us because it didn't feel like a game. It was more like right. an activity, you know, like a, like it was like a workbook, <laughs> like of just stuff yeah. to do. Um, I for that one for like. Because there is there's no competitive aspect of it, and because I already don't really uh, enjoy situations in which everyone's just like, all right, let's just take a minute and like let's all talk about our feelings and what's going on inside. If it was that forced for six hours, yeah. I would probably pay. I probably pay like fifty or seventy five bucks to get to get <laughs> out of that. Like I could just zone out and just like because I don't have to be. I don't, no, have I don't to answer this one. All right, that. you can't move forward. That's fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm good with that. I don't need to. Fine. Win. 
yeah. I, I was gonna so say, I, I wonder if that game. Of the game. I wonder if that game slowly be, starts. Like it's really terrible at the beginning, but it slowly starts to be better towards the end because you're learning to cope with it. Like while you're playing the game from the questions. But the other problem is you might just run out of questions at six hours. So yeah. I don't know. And then you're looping questions, and that's, uh, that's the part that's. I've already yeah. said this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the part that's about. Bad. So would you? How much would you pay to get out of the goodbye game, Jeff? Since oh, um, uh, definitely less than Deal or No Deal. Uh, I would say <laughs> not a million. Not a million dollars. Um, can I can I pay to get to like skip part of it? Because like I said, I think it, it wouldn't be that bad. It wouldn't be that bad to like. It'd be awful at the very beginning, and then it might be okay because I'm like actually learning some psychology techniques to like get get prorated out of it. Yeah, exactly. Like I I I figure that there's there's like this peak in the middle where I'm like actually getting something out of it, where I'm like learning to cope with the possible suicide that I might have, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> while playing the game. But then after that, I start to snap to my senses, and I'm like, holy shit, I've been playing this game for five hours. So I'd love to know like what what the break in between points so let's say let's say i can get out of it for three hours i'd probably pay like i'd probably pay like 30 or 40 bucks to get out of it for the last three hours <laughs> just for the last three yeah though. i think it's worth. i don't know oh, if, yeah. i don't know if i could survive three hours of that game i, I might pay i might even go higher five hours or <laughs> yeah. five and a half hours all right who's uh, who wants to ask this next question we i'll go ahead uh, so we'll start with Jeff. Jeff, what is one score that the other two co-hosts co got wrong? In this case, Thomas and I. Uh, something sorry, we got I wrong. I think we skipped one. Oh, did yeah. we? Oh, yeah. JK. Yeah, this one. All right, I'll read the next one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, I'll read the next one, y'all. Uh, we have a little hypothetical for you boys. All right, we'll start with Jeff this time. Jeff, your ex-girlfriend, your boss... And Kanye West are all over at your house for a nice game night. <laughs> yeah, the, the usual suspects, right? See, you gotta... here's the thing. Kanye would. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Kanye West. I heard you're having a game night. Man, I'll be right over. Huh? Uh, you got to pick out one game of the past 24 to play to keep them all happy. You got to keep them all happy. And then uh, after you give me that game, I also want you to give me a game that really wants to make them all leave immediately like not even wait for dinner they're out in about 20 minutes and they're like ah, you know actually i'm sorry i gotta run and you're like it's only been 20 minutes why'd you even show up oh, and all three man. of them leave all right so first one what game to keep them all happy to keep your ex your boss kanye west to keep them all happy uh uh i'm gonna try to pick something that i think everyone likes like general generally not that everyone's a fan of it but like from a thematic <laughs> perspective like either I was I was gonna say Stranger Things because just like one of those like oh yeah people like people like Stranger Things it wasn't the greatest game though that's a problem like there's no game here that I'm thinking like everyone's gonna know like Harry Potter is one of those like really well respected themes but that game was terrible so right. I, I don't know I guess I I guess I'd pick that um, I was thinking about picking Monopoly for millennials but I don't know <laughs> if my boss counts as a millennial so I, I I don't know if I'd be able to pick him what what and then I was thinking about picking the no trumps game but Kanye threw a wrench in that so <laughs> 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 but I'm not quite sure if I could pick that one um what game would I play to make them all leave um man like I was thinking about picking Dark and Dangerous Skies because I think it would turn people away. But like, I think Kanye would get really into that game for some reason. <laughs> I think he would just love it. And um, this deep space stuff, man. Is this all true? He's <laughs> man, you're just going to leave me here? <laughs> you're going to leave me on this planet, man? That's messed up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
Maybe, maybe more dude. I feel like you just can't like you can't, st- you can't stick around for that. It just, it just even Kanye would be like, all right, man, I'm out. Like, I can't rhyme the same word over and over. I'm more creative than that. Some good picks. Dude. All right, Tom, throwing it over to you. Game to oh, keep him happy. Man. Okay, game to keep everyone happy. Uh, I'm just gonna say it's it's my highest one of my highest rated games here. It's it's either between Battle Ball or Rampage because you're just having so much fun. You're destroying things, right? Because there's some tension built up in that room. You know, you got the ex girlfriend in there maybe, and you're trying to sort of alleviate that tension. And Battle Ball's got exploding robots. Rampage has got exploding buildings, so that's good. Rampage also has the cute art, you know, sort of, you know, it might make the boss go, oh, that's kind of cute. It's also got some dinos in there for Kanye. I'm pretty sure he's a big fan of dinosaurs. A big dino fan, I'm sure. I don't know and who doesn't love a good cease and desist order story to throw in there? So I think that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as far as the game goes to make them all leave, um, let's see here. I would do a game to make them all leave. Uh, probably Mosh Pit because it would never freaking end. <laughs> <laughs> mosh Pit. So this is was this Lords of Rock Mosh Pit? Yeah. Is that the full name, yeah. Gare? This game. One of the biggest problems was with it was that uh, it could perceivably. This was Garrett and I playing it, and it would loop. It was supposed to be a micro game that and it wound up lasting like 25, 30 minutes. Not only That's that, a micro people. game to determine player order in the real game. <laughs> so yeah. So with four people playing this game, it could go on forever. And I think as that slowly like dawns on the people who are playing the game, uh, one by one, you would see that house uh, slowly empty and uh, they would be hitting the road soon, Jack. But Garrett, what about you, sir? Uh, keep everybody happy. Deal or no deal. I mean, I think people love to play deal Can or no deal. you play with more than two? You know, but it's a it's a fun little watch. Are we gonna call the, tech, <laughs> call, the call the technicality on that? I mean, I I, I like to watch that little watch. I can see why Tom, leave. Tom, would you watch me losing to Deal or No Deal? Just kind of, like I, all right, I like just real life the, Deal or No Deal. Yeah, I would love to see you lose. Neil, Kanye deal or no Kanye deal. would front the money. He'd make it for legit stakes, and uh, we'd play <laughs> Deal or No Deal. Kanye would front. Everybody the money. have a great time. He'd probably get all his money back. I think it would yep. be. I think it would be a blast. Um, I think the obvious answer is pimps and hoes. I would offend every single one of them um, for, yeah. for for many many reasons with uh, the blatant stereotypes of, of not only women but um, uh, I feel like man if it was old African-American Kanye community. if it was old Kanye mm. then pimps and hoes I don't know what, if would if it would offend him but now new I think you'd love reform it. <laughs> Kanye now yeah you'd probably offend him um, okay I've got go ahead I, I'll read the next one yeah so. Um, uh, What's one score that the other two co-hosts definitely got wrong? Uh, Thomas, we'll start with you. Okay. Uh, one score that the other two co-hosts got wrong, I would say I I have a big problem with Garrett's zero. There were those, I remember that being very controversial <laughs> when deal. he gave it that because the absence of a number is detrimental to the scoring, and that was a big controversy <laughs> when Garrett threw that down. I know he hates it, but he could have given it like a point, point one, zero one. Yeah, point zero He could have done something on the scale, and that was something no that respect I had for a, that. I, no respect. I had a I had a big problem. with I think there's uh, way worse games. Like he didn't. He gave twenty four a, a higher score than right than original content. Original content. Show me a worse game. It's it's pretty it's pretty bad. Um, I would say, let's see, something that Jeff got wrong. I'm looking at the scores here. I got them in front of me. I would say the 
I'll tell you a score he got right is the Powerpuff Girls game. We haven't mentioned that, but that game was actually a lot. It was of fun. actually fun. Yeah, it was weirdly. Yeah, weirdly it was. That blast. was a really good one. <laughs> um, I would say Five Fingered Severance, the last game that we played. I think Jeff was a little bit too hard on it. Uh, I thought that it had a lot of mechanics going forward. It was very bogged down, very heavy. But I don't. I think 1.5 sort of. I think cuts against all the planning that sort of went into that game. I don't think it was good by any stretch, but 1.5. Anyways, that's my response. Uh, Garrett, why don't you take it from there? I think the clear thing that uh, that Jeff got wrong was uh, Five Fingered Severance. He, uh, I think he was just hating on it because Tom is a bad teacher and uh, didn't didn't quite didn't quite teach us the rules the best way. But you know, it's, it's a tough mm. game. Uh, but yeah. I, I think that game definitely held together a lot better than a lot of these other games. For example, mm. <laughs> he, he rated. Uh, judgmental hire, and that was just trash. He rated <laughs> Rampage higher, but he only gave that a two. So, you know, what can you yeah. do with that one? Um, he was about on par with more dude and Five Fingered Severance, and Five Fingered Severance is the clear, clear, clearly superior game between those two. Mm-hmm. Dude. So I'm going to throw, throw Five Fingered Severance in there for Jeff. Tom, This I'm going to go pretty recent on this one. Uh, the rating you got wrong is your highest rating that you claimed in question number one. Number one, you said you said Rampage was the best game, but I, I beg to differ. I think Battle Ball was your best game. I think you gave that a seven. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I did overlook that on the scores. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say the this. I think you got Battle Ball wrong. I think you want to give that a six point two five instead of a uh, seven, and, <laughs> because I I do think you like Rampage better than Battle Ball. I do. Yeah. I think that's a, that's fair. That's a fair point. Yeah. But unfortunately, there are no take backs. <laughs> no, t- <laughs> no take backsies. <laughs> it's on record. Not, not after a day of record, uh, <laughs> for certainly. Uh, Jeff, what about you? Um, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll throw a blanket statement out there, and I think you guys got Rampage wrong because I wasn't there and I didn't get to rate it a, a high score. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, and I'm never, and I'm definitely not wrong. So you guys have to be wrong there. Um, in, in all honesty, yeah, I, uh, I think. <sighs> I think I think uh, Harry Potter for sure. Garrett like really trashed on that, uh, giving it a zero. I agree with you there. Like I, I don't think it it wasn't a great game, but it's technically a game. And you've done similarly. Disagree. You scored similarly for Monopoly games before, where you would you would give Make Monopoly decisions. you'd give Monopoly like a three, and then you'd give the other games relative to that. So I, I think Trouble deserves not much, but I think Trouble Disagree. deserves more than a zero. Disagree. Um, let's mm-hmm. see for Thomas. Disagree. For Thomas rated flip challenge a three, and that really, <laughs> that, really that really bothers me. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Like it's like more than double your score. A three, a three is like you know, like a three is like a bad game that like that you can complete. You know, like and and like I don't even think flip challenge is a game, and he gave it a three. <laughs> like, it's one it of was, those. It's one of those instances when you're the first one to review it. Yeah, and you're not and quite you're, sure you're where hoping. everybody's gonna go. Tom's exactly. like, it's like a three. You're like, really? A three? A three? I definitely wouldn't give it a three. You're an idiot. <laughs> I think that's what happened with me for to defend my five figure severance. I thought it was bad. But to to your guys' point, looking back, I don't think it's as bad as some of the other games that we had played, and I gave it a one point five. Mm. So I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. <laughs> or, or I can't remember. That might have been the time where I said I was going to change the score, and instead of yeah. bumping it up, I went it down just to troll. That's possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right, all, all fair points. Very good. I'm gonna go ahead and jump us to the next question here. There's been a brutal murder oh, no. that's Ooh. taken the life of an important political figure. Oh, when no. the police tracked the culprit down to his hideout, 
they find a variety of disturbing paraphernalia that peels back the layers of the madman's <laughs> mind. They also find a single copy of what game that we've played so far on his urine-soaked coffee table. What is it? <laughs> is it the yes, culprit? it is urine-soaked. Is it the <laughs> this is culprits? A game that an, a madman would own. Okay, this is okay. Sick. Making sure sick it's not the political mind. figure's urine-soaked coffee table that he stole mm-hmm. or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, um, I don't know. I think I'll, I'll I'll jump in on this one. I, I I think I have a pretty pretty easy answer. Uh, three to four headed monster. He uh, <laughs> it, which which what? which which well, I didn't think on, that was going to be your answer. At hold all. on, listen to me. Listen. Mm-hmm. listen. <laughs> Stop laughing. It's not funny. Don't argue with me on this. All right. So three to four headed monster. It makes it makes the good guys the people that want to destroy everything. Like it makes it it says that the protagonists are the people that are that are like destroying cities, murdering people, and killing people. And a lot of times. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, serial killers and mass murderers. I, I know we didn't. This is just a political assassinate. Some assassins will say think of themselves as the good. They're they're doing a justice to society and taking out the evil corrupt politician uh, through means that maybe other people find less desirable. So I would I would say you know he he learned his ways from the two heads on that three to four headed monster. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. Okay. I suppose. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Jeff. Um, Jeff, what do I'm you gonna got? go with a game that I didn't play, and uh, and, and <laughs> I'm gonna go with a game that I didn't play, and it, for whatever Anybody reason, you play this is clearly crazy. <laughs> and and uh, I didn't play, it and I didn't give that much different of a score than you guys. Uh, so you guys were pretty pretty kind on me that, which is Mosh Pit. It sounded like <laughs> it sounded like that game just kept driving on and on with the expectation of it being a micro game. So I can imagine this 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 heinous murderer at one point sat down to play Mosh Pit. And decided that, you know, it's going to take me like five or ten minutes to play this game. And then he plays it, he has to play it again, and it loops, and it loops, and it loops. And then all of a sudden, he snaps. And then he decides. <laughs> That's that pretty good. He's gone crazy. And he decides that, you know what? You know, I have to write a manifesto. I have to, for whatever reason, pee really badly right now. And I, mm-hmm. I got to go, you know, I got to go kill this man. And, you know, I, I think he just went crazy, went off the deep end, because he went he went into this endless loop, uh, this 404 yeah. error where that, uh, that mosh pit is. That's 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 a pretty good. I'm going to take sort of a similar r- route here with the snapping point, the breaking point of the mind. And I'm going to say deal or no deal. And I feel like they come in. I can see it in my mind. I can see the scene. You know, FBI, open up. Boom. They kick through the door. And like that, you know, it's just trash and urine bottles all over the place. And just, you know, the there's blood written on the walls like the zodiac killer symbols and then like you just see on the on the yeah howie mandel just smiling on his tv screen and you just see one cent one cent (laughs) one cent that was that was the one that was in his box the whole time so sort of the random chance he can never quite beat howie and the banker so that sort of makes him go go. yeah that's right the banker's a big part of this that sort of pushes him over the edge into the conspiracy, uh, conspiracy sort of zone there, and he he goes a little hog wild. But that's that's my answer for uh, I like it <laughs> for this question. All right, uh, who wants to read the next one? I got it. Uh, <clears throat> all right, boys. A rich Hollywood producer shows up to your home. He offers you the chance to turn one board game we've played into a movie. What would it be, and who's starring? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man, what would make a good Movie. I'm trying I to avoid like, a lot yeah. of the ones that are based on movies. That are basically movies. Yeah, yeah like Slacker. Rampage, <laughs> Mission Critical Mars is like we're making references to like The Martian. 
Yeah, what's well, something that hasn't been done as a movie that should, should definitely be, be a movie? <laughs> That's been a movie. There's the Powerpuff Girls but you should, movie. You should cast it live action. I'll tell you really what I do. Creepy. I'll tell you. Uh, this this should be a movie. You know what's crazy? I'm I am, I am seeing everything that's already a movie. Like Battle Ball is basically real steel. This is insane. Um, <laughs> I would do Flip Challenge. Like, oh dang it! <laughs> pick that movie. Who would you cast? I think that's gonna be our different. I would I would look. This is going to be so over the top. It's gonna be like Magic Mike. It's going to be like you got served. We're gonna make this the most extreme movie about bottle flipping ever. And I feel like you got to bring back the guys who were in sort of dodgeball to have like a movie that that's that over the top and that's stupid. What's Ben Stiller doing these days? I put him in it. Uh, bring back Vince Vaughn. Bring back Luke Wilson. Bring back the gang. Bring back the party animals. The gang to get back together one more time to take it to the limit with a bottle flipping game. And uh, I think that would be just stupid enough. Maybe throw Andy Samberg in there just for kicks. <laughs> Andy. Uh, yeah, but uh, what about you? What about you, Garrett? What would you say? Um, I think I might go with hmm, maybe I'll, I'll do more, dude. And it's a blatant. <laughs> oh. ri- hold on, it's a blatant ripoff of the Big Lebowski. However, the the people that make the movie are just going to come. No, I, we had never seen the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea. And they cast they cast Je- they cast Jeff Daniels to be the dude instead of uh, <laughs> Jeff Bridges. <laughs> they make Jeff Daniels grow out a beard and he, he wears a robe and he's got you know shorts on. Uh, but but no, they release it. Everybody's mad. They're like, this is just the you're blatantly ripping off the Big Lebowski. They're like, no, we're not. We're this is I had never seen that. I don't know what you're talking about. This what is, big Big Lebowski? What is that? What Some is sort that? of? I, yeah, I, this, I, guys, this please, like you movie. have to you have to believe I would never intentionally steal ideas from another movie. So I, I think that would be pretty funny. Mr. Lebowski. <laughs> okay. Very, very good. Very good. Uh, Jeff, what do, you, what do you think? So first, I immediately gravitated towards Flip Challenge too, and I thought about other movies that I would have done, <laughs> but I, I'm going to cast it a little differently. So for me, uh, Flip Challenge to me is just so, like, it's not even, like, what's the, what's the after millennials? Like Gen, Gen Z? Or I always forget. Oh, yeah, Gen Z. Gen Z. So it's, like, so Gen Z to me. Like, it's one of the only things that I was like, man, this is totally beyond me. Um, so I think I would cast all of their heroes in Flip Challenge. Like, I would definitely cast Ninja in Flip Challenge and have oh, him. LeBron like, James. Yeah, like, LeBron James would be in there. Like, I would probably cast, like, I don't know. I don't know if Bieber is still popular. Like, I would, I would just cast a bunch of people, <laughs> like, a bunch of Twitter and Instagram famous people that, like, don't have any real weight in society, but, like, they would definitely be cast in this movie. And similar to you, Thomas, it would be, like, an all-star cast, it, but it would just be all who's the uh, Who's the, is it Soda Poppin' that you showed us, Tom? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I would like to oh, see yeah. him in this game. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, I think they're just being, oh, I think it was, I would just do it. all streamers, and then maybe the, uh, and then, like, and then, like, I would maybe. It's a Twitch movie. Yeah, it's Twitch's first movie. Twitch's first yeah. movie, exactly. Like, I wouldn't yeah. cast, like, the obvious answer would be to cast Dude Perfect. I think they might have even been part of, like, making the game for, for like, they might have been a sponsor or whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't do Dude Perfect. <laughs> I would absolutely do just Twitch streamers. Yeah. That's prop. That would probably be way more profitable than mine. So I can't. I can't argue with you there. I would probably do uh, microtransactions throughout too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can read the next one. <laughs> is, is is popcorn a microtransaction? I don't. Know. <laughs> Each one, one cent. You you want to? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, all right, so you guys, you're at work uh, and or any other situation where you need the respect of your peers. <laughs> I love that. And, and or. or. You're at work and other situation where you need the respect of your peers. And any, yeah, uh, you, you have your suspicions that the people around you, they hate you already. Uh, they think you're not funny. You're maybe borderline offensive. You reach down to tie your shoe and a, a copy of Pimps and Hoes uh, that we loved uh, falls out of your Hatsune Miku backpack. <laughs> What is your cobbled together excuse to b- avoid being thrown uh, out of polite quote unquote society? Um, I, that's a lot of explaining to do. Okay, guys, oh I, I I have a not a not a easy answer for this, but I I have a similar experience. That's you know, it's not the direct same thing, but I had a friend who is an avid listener to the show who I was I was explaining. I was like, hey, we just recorded a new episode. It, 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 was, it was this strange game called Pimps and Hoes. And I started describing it. And, he's, and like, I'm, I'm going through it. And this is like, it's, this is super insensitive. It's you know, racist. It's misogynistic. It's all these things. He's like, man, I, I can't wait to see what y'all give. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we um, loved it. I mean, we loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. It was, I mean, it was funny. It, it's a great experience. I don't, I don't endorse any of that stuff. It's awful. Like, you know, should, no one should ever make it, but, uh, but it's really it. funny. But Please. I'm totally glad somebody made but it. it. Was, <laughs> but it was what Garrett says, but it was literally my highest ranked game in 50 episodes. It was literally episodes. my highest rated game of the episode. And um, I would promptly be kicked, fired and, uh, or kicked out of the, whatever party I'm at with my peers. So, yeah, I, I I think I'd probably not take the correct route, but I've already had some experience with this, and uh, it, it didn't go over so, great. So. so you would go you go Captain Picard mode where, like, they got him in uh, interrogation, and they're like, there are four well, I, I get halfway through the story, and I'm too committed. I'm like, I mean, clearly I'm, I'm smiling as I'm talking about it. I'm like, they know. They already know that I think this was a funny game. So they already I know. know that I love it. I can't back out now. So I'd probably get about halfway through before realizing I was screwed and uh, just keep going. Just keep plodding. Hey, good for them uh, for being avid listeners. And I right? think they should know. They shouldn't. They deserve to know at this point what, what you know, what you would give it. They should My know. True feelings. Yeah, they should know your true feelings by now. Uh, for me, I think I would, if it happened around, because... I, I do I, I do a little teaching speech and debate in addition to some other stuff that I do. But uh, if this happened around students, they'd probably think it was funny because uh, I, spoiler alert, all kids are the same. Uh, all <laughs> kids are terrible and it's kind of great. But they would probably laugh. They'd probably think it was great. If it happened around other teachers in Ooh. California, that uh. would be that would be a different situation. Mm. Uh, I, I'd probably I'd probably just start I'd <laughs> You probably do what you do now. I, ooh, I, I, I'm I, not I, sure. Uh, well, I, there'd be a lot of stumbling. I, I, there'd I, I, be I, a lot I, of tripping over words. I uh, look. I, I and then I think I'd probably just go full on schizo mode and go, "What is that? <laughs> <laughs> who put this in my backpack? Who? This who is in my backpack. Some, who put this backpack kid? on my back? <laughs> who put this backpack on my back? Like I'm starting to sweat. I'm starting to cry a little bit. It's like who, who wrote my initials who, on this backpack uh, tag? Who, who, I can't believe this. <laughs> this is a funny joke, isn't it, guys? <laughs> Please. Somebody's framing me. This is somebody's framing me. I swear it's not me. And then I'd sprint out without, before they could even say anything, Fear I just streaking. sprint away. Yeah, sprint into the night, uh, running all the way home. 
Uh, Jeff, what about you? I think for me, I, I, I love what you guys are doing, uh, but I think for me, for whatever reason, I would take the hyper aggro approach and I would just <laughs> <laughs> I would just own all these things. Like, yeah, this is my Pimps and Hoes game. This is the, I, this is the copy I carry around with me all the time. I, yeah, you, you, guys don't li- you guys don't listen to Hatsune Miku 24-7. You guys are a bunch of fucking weirdos. <laughs> just, keep, just keep driving at home. Because listen, at that point, you've already got suspicions that they don't like you. And I, I think right. I think if they... If they're they're not going to like you. The least that they can do is respect you. So right. you got to you got to just put your foot down. You like what you like. You got to just tell them off, you know, and then at least at least they'll know that you know, that Jeff guy. He, I don't he's pretty weird, but he, he he knows what he knows. Like he likes what he likes. So, yeah, that's the old scoff at him. Yeah, love it. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll read this next one so that you can have the last one. That's when that the last ones I think is your specialty gear. So <laughs> number 10. You are abducted by aliens and brought before a council of sentient creatures from around the universe. They task you with proving that human beings are worthy of life. In order to avoid galactic genocide, what board game do you show them to illustrate our creativity, our intellect, and our compassion? We're bone. No, no, we're dead. We're so dead. We're so dead. Oh, man. I Um, would show them. I can answer this question. I'm I'm ready. I would show them the Powerpuff Girls game. (laughs) <laughs> and I would say, this is all real, and if you try and blow up our planet, we're going to have a pu- uh, some really tough tough girls this, this team fly of around, girls fly and they're going to beat you up. You're you're going to be in big trouble if you try and take us on. I would I would ignore the creativity and that sort of stuff, and i just go blatant threat mode, like mutually assured destruction. If you come with us with your death rays, we got some adolescents who yeah. can rumble. So you better you, you better be ready. For I it. I love that like most of the games here just show a complete incompetency in humans. Like it, it's like without a doubt. Like like any like you we have I, you could play Aliens versus Army and then that's gonna go wrong. You can do Rampage. They're gonna think you're a bunch of heathens. Mission Critical Mars. You're definitely gonna lose anyways. So they know that you can't like like hold your own weight. Um, we lost. Mission- in- <laughs> We lost in dark- aliens for- <laughs> army versus aliens. Yeah. Like I swear, this time I'll beat you. <laughs> if I win, please. Uh, dark, dark and dangerous skies. Like we didn't win that game either. Like how- most of these games are either we're bad at society or we're just terrible human beings. So yeah, I think Powerpuff Girls is a great one. Um, I I would just I would just keep playing the goodbye game. I think because at that point I think they're just gonna <laughs> evaporate us. So I, you know I, I'm just gonna. That's more for yeah. me than it is for them. I've just played to cope. That's, that's that's great. I I I think first and foremost, I want to give the listener some a little piece of advice. If this does happen, do not pick a game from our catalog. Whatever you do. Uh, second of all, with these current restrictions, I think what I would do is take Dark and Dangerous Skies, but I would rip out the beginner and intermediate variants and just go straight to the expert variant because if you remember in the back of that book, it's got a little table you can fill out with how to like ration food and and power and like oh, shelter yeah. for each each continent so like mm-hmm. guys look we're, and it's a cooperative game so it shows that you know hopefully we're a or a cooperative um society. human mm-hmm. society uh, and uh so I, I would probably go with that i'm not counting on it to work i'm, I'm certainly pulling my collar as uh as they're reviewing my table that <laughs> i filled out here but uh, like why did you I, cut that's aid the best from I Asia. Got. that's the yeah that's the that's the best bet i got and i, I feel like i'm you know putting putting like a thousand dollars on snake eyes on the craps table and just uh, pushing it over and like, Oh, I hope this works. And uh, oh, that's, man. that's actually a really good answer as far as, you know, trying to show, Hey, we can work together. Yeah. I think that designer has a lot of really good stuff yeah, like that. Um, uh, but yeah, anything from 
him, I think, might just give us a shot. Might just give us a I shot. I would just leave it up to Dice Roll and play Armies versus Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, we're bringing this question back from last year. It's going to be a main staple on the season reviews. Hypothetically, you sell your shares of Rough Draft Games to the other two to pursue a career in influencing. I love it's still influencing, still going out for those Instagram followers. Yeah, please follow us. It's going to work. But after two years, you've blown through all of your savings, and literally no one will help you. You're, you're broke. You have no money for food. You don't have any money for gas. But a, someone throws you a lifeline. Please. You've been contacted by a few board game companies after Roll and Move takes off to create a Roll and Move themed game. The other two aren't really fielding the calls, so they've called you, and you're, you're willing to take everything. And you're going to get paid on a commission basis if 500 copies get sold. So you got to get 500 copies sold, mm-hmm. but you have to get the signature of the other two. So like Tom, you'd have to get the signature of Jeff and I, and then so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Which of the following situations do you choose? Pressman Games, who did the Harry Potter Triwizard Tournament, but you have to make it a complete trouble clone. Can't change any rules. <laughs> That's out for me. Can't change, can't add any components. It's just got to be, all you do is just post all the great images we've got for the show. Just slap those on the board. All the one. roll and move. <laughs> roll and move circle, ring of uh, ring of shame is, is what the name of that game would be. Okay. All right. Very good. Pressman Games, or... You get the Family Pastime Games to sponsor it, who did uh, Dark and Dangerous Skies. And they're known, like you said, just for doing cooperative games. So Mm -hmm. you have to make a cooperative simulation of recording a podcast, editing the sound, mixing the music, and managing your online hosting service aimed at children four and up. (laughs) (laughs) What? The four? The four-year-old has to be able to understand how to do it? You got to make sure everybody in the family can participate, but it's got to be on very deep complicated processes okay. so that's what it would be okay all right or we got howie mandel he's, he's, he's giving you a call but he's like hold on let me put you on with the banker he's going to negotiate your contract for you and he's down to the fact that uh he just thinks all this public exposure you're going to get is going to be great we're not going to pay you anything but uh listen man this is a really big opportunity <laughs> that can really I, get your name but, out there but i need food I, i'm dying I, i'm starving here listen listen you, you you stick this out you're going to have more money than you can ever dream of we're not going to give it to you but listen you're going to be in high demand or weaver games who did the uh, pimps and hose but they're going to they also want to do a reboot of the pimps and hose game and as you know, that uh, it didn't originally have the name of the designer listed on the box. We're gonna throw your name on there. You you will be the designer of Pimps and Hoes going forward, and uh, everybody can come to you with questions on the game. If any uh, questionable decisions with the design God. process, you got your name tagged to it. So those are the four options. I'm I'm happy Pressman, to go family pastime, Howie Mandel, or Weaver Games. I'm happy to go through my process of elimination here, and uh, <laughs> right. I think I think it's a clear cut answer for me. Unfortunately. So initially, I was looking at it, I was like, some of these aren't that bad, but I realized that Garrett, a la Scythe Encounter Cards, gave me a good and a bad to each of these each of these uh, choices. So mm-hmm. let's start with Harry Potter. I cannot pick Harry Potter. It would make a shit ton of money, but Garrett fucking hates this game, so he would never sign off on it. <laughs> I, I, I can't even He'll choose. He'll never do a trouble clone. He'll never clone. do a trouble clone. I can't even, like, basically it's B, C, and D. I can't even pick A. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dark and Dangerous Skies, on the other hand, like, we could sign off of it because it's stuff that we do now. We're board game enthusiasts, but it's never going to sell any any copies. Like, we're not going to make any money off of it. Um, so, like, there, And similarly with, with Howie Mandel, 
ex- public exposure in lieu <laughs> we're not paying, we're not pay- they're not paying me like i think people might have liked that game if, if even if i had gotten some money out of it but i think for me it has to be pimps and hoes like i'm starving i have to put my something on the line i'm just gonna put my name out there as like as a snuff i'm gonna sacrifice my social credibility yeah, I, <laughs> to make and, a quick buck ex- and to eat tonight exactly i have like i have to do it and i know that it's it's easier for you guys to sign off on it because one, you guys like the game. Yeah. <laughs> you guys already have admitted on this podcast that we enjoyed the game thematically; it was great. And and, yeah. and then two, I think there are other weirdos that will like the game. I think it's going to sell enough copies where I'll be able to get a nice four for four at Wendy's. Uh, I'm gonna put <laughs> I'm gonna put my name down uh, as as the as a creator of Pimps and Hoes, unfortunately, and I'll just see where it goes from there. I'm just I'm crossing the bridge. I'm, I'm figuring out what I'm figuring out today before I do tomorrow. I think that's the only choice I have. Very good. Uh, I I gotta go sort of the same route that you went, Jeff. I, I'm sort of stuck between Weaver Games and Family Pastime Games, uh, just because I like both of the creators, and I would gleefully accept being the creator of Pimps and Hoes. I would. <laughs> I that would be that would be a that's spicing the deal in my, you're not, in my book. You live in L.A., Tom, and you're you're gonna come out as the creator of Pimps and Hoes. I yes. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> People have done worse. Social. People have done worse in LA to, to make look, it by. I think so. Look, everyone. Every here's the secret. Everyone does worse in LA. They just don't talk about it, and they try. Yeah, to but you, that's the thing. You're talking about. You're coming out publicly saying you're the creator. And, Guns uh, blazing, I mean, brother. Suicide, Guns blazing. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I have I have limited time as it is, and we all know this. So I might as well just embrace the bomb and just go with Weaver Games and be like, I am the master. <laughs> And then people are going to be impressed because they're going to be like, you you made that game when you were like 10? And I'm going to go, yes, I did. <laughs> Child prodigy. And may, maybe, Child you know, uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we could make that work. And finally, I'd be able to get a nice uh, McDouble or something like that. <laughs> Garrett, what about you? Well, I'll tell you what I should do. What I should do is, you know, I'm... I'm I'm, I should be desperate. I should have no choice but to take the Pressman games because I was so much lower on it than you guys. You guys would probably accept the deal and you'd be like, Gary, this is just to make you eat crow. We're going to make you do the Pressman games. That's what I should do. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it, though. I wouldn't I wouldn't ever, ever, starve. ever make a trouble clone. You're starving, Gary. You're I, I'd, starving. I'd rather die. I'd rather die. <laughs> so, so what I do, I, th- I, think, uh, I, I think you guys make a good point with Weaver. I think I'd be in a little bit better of a position living in Texas. Um, however, I think I go with the family pastime games probably because mm-hmm. I think no matter what they will sell exactly 500 copies. So I, th- I think I would probably <laughs> hit my thing. They've got their 500 loyal subscribers at, uh, at elementary schools across the country that right. just buy their educational games. And yeah, it would be overly complex and hard and it wouldn't go over well, but you know, I think, I think I could get the 500 copies. That's I good think point. Under no other circumstances am I getting 500 copies sold. So I think I'd probably go with the Family Pastime Games. Not a bad yeah, call. Good point. Not a bad call at all. And that brings us... that That is the last of our question, guys. So you, you have Oof, survived man. the Ramtrospective. Oh, You've made it through with us. It's been a heck of a season, guys. It's been a heck of a season indeed. And as we look backward, we can now look forward into the future with a clearer vision and clearer clearer minds as a result of our uh, learning from our mistakes and more importantly the mistakes of others is is there anything exciting that we have coming up this year guys that's almost guaranteed to occur nah. would you say 
<laughs> uh, we are going to have a very, very, very special episode of Roll and Move where we review our own game and we talk about how bad and weird it is, and uh, we'll just we'll just throw it all over the bus. But yes, guys, we do have our new board game All Rise coming out this year. I, I know in probably I don't know episode twenty, we we're probably say definitely in twenty nineteen. But yeah. this time, please believe me, it's please, definitely going to be Please believe me, and if not this year, <laughs> there's always next year. <laughs> we have the Kickstarter video done. The prototypes are made. We're putting the finishing touches hopefully pretty soon on the uh kickstarter art we have some but we're making it better we're gonna try and do it right and you know maybe we'll fall flat on our faces but you're gonna find out in 2020 and of course there's gonna be more roll and move in 2020 we're gonna be trying to get our hands on more bad board games and stick with that uh that consistent schedule that you guys love but it's going to be a very exciting year and a very exciting season three guys uh, but in the meantime, if you have an idea for a bad board game that you want us to play, or you want to call us up and you want to just ask us, maybe you are Weaver Games and you want to reach out to me and Jeff about potentially uh, being able to take credit for your masterpiece, Pimps and Hoes, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Rough Draft Games and hit us up there. If you need to uh, maybe submit a question for our next retrospect, Ramtrospective episode, uh, send us an email. We'll, uh, I think that'd be fun. Maybe do some listener questions. We'll see if mm-hmm. we get any. But uh, send us an email, roughdraftgames at gmail.com. I, I promise we'll respond. I prom- Unless it goes to the spam folder, then we probably won't respond. Unless it's not a good question. Or <laughs> probably won't respond there we, we might not respond, but we'll p- p- probably read it. And lastly, if you want to check out some of those episodes of Roll and Move that we talked about on today's episode from our uh, this previous season, go out and check out our RoughDraftGames.com website. It's got all the episodes listed on there. We're also obviously on Spotify. Of course, All Rise, Garrett already mentioned. Uh, check out the page on RoughDraftGames.com. Uh, check out our thematic posts and uh, come and come and see all the other work that we're doing. Yeah, just check it all out. And we, we want to ask you guys to head on over to iTunes and rate the podcast five stars. It helps people find what we're doing over here. And we want to thank those of you who have already done that, gone and rated the podcast. If you haven't, please do so. It helps us spread the word on what we're doing. It's going to help sort of gather up an audience before we do go live on Kickstarter because the more people that we have backing us on this thing, the better of a chance that it's going to get made. I mean, that's pretty much Kickstarter in a nutshell. <laughs> but uh, it's it's true. We're going to need all the help that we can get to make this thing happen. And we really do want to make this happen. So we thank those of you who have gone ahead and given us five stars on the uh, on iTunes and are putting us one step closer to making the journey possible. Well, Garrett, it's been a heck of a season two, but I'm ready to close the book. Can you get me Let's out? close it out. We're going to just submit this into our little podcast hosting service. We're going to call it Ramtrospective Episode. And I think we're going to throw a little ellipses here. We got the uh, dot, dot, dot. Oh, did you complete your thought and, there? Uh, you know what? Uh, it's he not trailed a, off. A, you heard the uh. He trailed off.